I'm sorry, my man. You are too ugly. You have got to go. Welcome to Minute Church for inspiration to go. Welcome to Minute Church. Pastor Crespo here. Minute Church is your oasis of inspiration and hope in the desert of negativity and despair. That is the phrase I'd like to use to describe a life lived without faith in Jesus Christ, a desert. Thank you for joining the podcast. I have a story I want to share with you today from UPI out of Delaware. And uh, I thought that this was rather interesting. And if you've been listening to this podcast for any length of time, you know that I like to have fun with these stories. Uh, I'm not poking fun to hurt. Uh, I, I poke fun to laugh. There is so much negativity out there today that uh, how many places do you go to just to just to relax and have a good laugh? Well, I'm hoping that I'm hoping that uh, Minute Church can be both can be a place for you to maybe uh, laugh a little bit, but also find some inspiration to go in seeing what the Bible may have to say in connection with whatever story I may share. Well, this story is out of Delaware, and it's it's interesting because the Department of Agriculture in Delaware has sent out a warning to its residents of an increase in feral pot-bellied pigs as a result of pet owners that have decided to kind of like set their animals out loose into the wild. The, the, if, if you don't know what I mean by a feral pig, it's just saying wild pigs. Uh, just like there are feral cats, you know, when you have a cat population that just grows out of control, you have all these wild cats all over the place. Well, apparently Delaware has a similar situation brewing with pigs. That's right. Since about 2016, they have seen a, an increase in the numbers of pigs out in the wild, and it's creating quite a bit of concern for officials because these pigs, the, the, these are gigantic pigs. I mean, we're talking 200-pound hogs roaming the the woods, the streets. Uh, I have not traveled to, to Delaware. I It's in the Northeast. I assume it's just like every other city. I can't imagine having wild pigs roaming the streets, but in any event, you've got these feral pigs that are running in the woods, I'm assuming. They grow up to 200 pounds in weight. Can you imagine the size of something like that? And they create a hazard to people's properties. They create a hazard in that now they're concerned that it's not just animals being let out into the loose. These pigs are starting to grow in numbers. In other words, they have feral pig populations that are mating and growing and getting big and just, you know, just out of control. But there's an added problem with these pigs is that these pigs carry disease, things like salmonella, things like swine flu. And what's the big deal with those? Well, the big deal is this, is that those are two diseases that can spread to people, not just animals. And so now you have a health crisis that has come about as the population of these pigs continues to get larger and larger. Now, why is this happening? What is going on with these pigs? And, and, and I have to tell you that uh, where I live now, I had an experience. Let me, I want to take a, just a quick aside here. I had an experience about, I think it was a year ago, where we have these little poodle dogs. Two of them got out and they just decided to follow their nose and they took off running. So I got in contact with my wife. We decided to drive around the neighborhood, and we live out in the country. So, you know, we're driving through the through the side roads here, and we're stopping at the neighbors, and we're driving down this road looking for our dogs when all of a sudden I saw what looked like a giant boulder on the side of the road. 
And as we got closer and closer, I noticed this boulder wasn't like a gray color or, or you know, these dark colored rocks. No, it was it was kind of flesh color. It was a pink. And as I got closer and closer to this boulder, it wasn't a boulder at all. It was a giant pig. This pig had to have been, I want to say, it was at least 200 pounds. It may have been 250. And it, and it was tired of walking apparently because it just fell on its belly and it just sat there and it's just looking around. It wouldn't even move its head. The only thing you could see was its eyes moving around. And I remember pulling up on this pig, being amused by it. I've never ever seen a pig in my neighborhood. I uh, was a little scared because I used to watch a lot of horror movies as a kid and, and I was half expecting that pig to, to take off and start running to the car. So my wife and I had a good chuckle and we drove around. We came across a couple of people a little while later and, and I said to to the one fella in his porch, I said, hey, I've lost these dogs. I'm looking for them. They're this. They look like this and this. Have you seen them? And he says to me, no, but I have a problem too. We are babysitting my friend's pig and it got out of the pen. <laughs> if you see it, can you let us know? And so we kind of directed it to the last place where we saw it. I've not dealt with pigs as a pet before. And to and with all due respect to all of you who have pigs for pets, that's great. That's wonderful. But we have a serious problem in Delaware. And the problem is this, and this is what officials are saying. They are saying that, you know, all all animals are cute when they're born. You know, you ever see a, a new uh, a, a horse after it's just recently been born, it's bouncing around on its legs, little tiny calves when they're born, they're really cute. These little tiny piglets, they're really cute when they're born. But what happens is when they become adults. See, apparently the, some of these folks living in the state, have decided once these pigs get too big to handle, they, they just let them go. They let them loose. Can you imagine you have a 200-pound animal? It started off as this little tiny cute little thing. You raised it. Uh, it grows and grows. And one day somebody says it eats too much. It does the other thing too much. It uh, it destroys everything. It's too big. It's like having two adults or an adult living in the house roaming around we have to set it free. And so they set these pigs free. And by the way, again, with all due respect to all those that love pigs, they get pretty ugly when they get big, okay? Uh, those are some ugly animals. Uh, no emails on that, please. <laughs> some, uh, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. I'll just leave it at that. But the reason that I wanted to share this story with you is this. Well, the other thing is this, that one of the things that Delaware is saying to their residents is that if you have a pig, if you have a pig, you need to get it spayed. You need to get it neutered, fixed, as we say, because they have got to stem the tide here of the population growth of these pigs. Now, I don't know about you. I was thinking about that. Can you imagine if you had to go to a vet and see about getting your 200-pound pig fixed? What what might that look like? Hmm. Yeah, welcome welcome to Dr. Jones's veterinary service. How can I help you? Yeah, I have a animal I need to get neutered. You do. Okay. Well, what what what's your what's your uh what's your dog's name? My dog's my, my not my dog, my pet. It's it's Polly. Polly. Okay. Well, what what is Polly? It's not a dog, is it a cat? No, it's um uh well, what is it? What is it? It's a pig. 
l- let me get this straight. You want to get your pig fixed? <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to have a little fun with that. Um, I don't know. <laughs> the state of Delaware is asking all pig owners to please get your pigs fixed to prevent the population from getting larger. Um, wow. Folks, why am I sharing this story with you? Other than I like to find interesting tidbits of news. You know what, and and all kidding aside, being serious, you know what, what bugs me about this story? What bugs me about the story is this, is that someone buys this pet, and you have to raise it. I mean, you're you're not they're not buying it for food. As a matter of fact, pigs pigs carry a lot of disease, folks. If you're going to eat anything, that's probably not the thing you should be eating. But uh, you buy this pet, you raise it, but then it gets too much to handle, and you decide to set it free and let it loose, not knowing how it's going to survive in the wild. That's kind of messed up, isn't it? I mean, I want to be serious now. I, I was just joking earlier, but it it. As a person that just likes animals in general, it's kind of messed up. You take this animal from the its birth, basically, and you raise it, feed it, take care of it. Um, then all of a sudden, it's just too much trouble, and you decide to let it go. That's pretty rough. But you know, the thought that came to me as I was thinking about this news story is that this is this is sad when they do it with animals, like, say, pigs. But you know that there are people that have that experience as well? There are people that have created too much trouble. They've created too much difficulty. Um, and, and you know, I, I was making a joke about pigs being ugly. I'm not talking about the outward ugliness when it comes to people, but some people make themselves ugly by the choices and the behavior that they have. That there are others that say, you know what, you are too much trouble. You're too, you're too messed up. I can't deal with you anymore. And then they just cut people loose. Then you have this feral population of people with no control, no one's looking after them, no one cares for them, and then we wonder why they just do whatever it takes to survive. I don't know if anybody who's hearing this podcast today is feeling that same way or knows someone that feels that way. Listen, I have an inspiration moment for you, and that is this, is that with people, you may be too much to handle. With people, you may have too much baggage. There may be too many things where people say, look, you're more trouble than you are worth. But you got to know that with God, nothing will ever happen that will make him want to separate himself from you. No matter what you've done in this world, no matter what choices you have made, no matter what choices have been thrust upon you, there is nothing that you could be a part of that would ever make God push you away. Any separation between you and God is you, not him. Let me share a couple of scriptures with you. I thought this was rather pertinent here. Paul is writing in the book of Romans chapter 8, and for those of you that are Bible students, Romans chapter 8, Paul is writing and he asks a question trying to get to a point. He says this, Who will come between us and the love of Christ? Will trouble or pain or cruel acts or the need of food and clothing or danger or the sword? In other words, he's saying, what, what, can, what, what do you think can come between us and God loving us? The things we do, the things that happen to us, is being poor a sign of separation from, being, uh, from the love of God? And of course, he's saying no. And he continues, he says, I am certain 
that not death or life or angels or rulers or the things that are happening now in the present or the things that will come in the future, nothing that's up high, nothing that's down low, nothing that is made will be able to come between us and the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. I read the story and I thought, I wonder if there are people who have the same experience as these as these pets, that somehow they became too much trouble, they've done too much, they've become too much of a burden. Somebody made the decision, we got to cut this person loose. And while, yeah, sometimes there are things that uh, cannot be undone, I want you to know today that with God, God, he will never do that to you. As a matter of fact, you are the reason why he's here. In, in another section, there was another text that jumped out at me. I want to share with you before I bring the show close. Uh, Jesus was being accused of hanging out with sinners, people that he didn't like. In Matthew chapter 9, they're, they're talking about, oh, he's hanging out with tax collectors and sinners. So they just these were people that were looked down on by society. Jesus says this. He says, those who are, and he's speaking uh, symbolically and metaphorically, he says, those who are well have no need of a medical man, but only those who are ill. In other words, well, I'm going to keep going. He said this, uh, I want you to go and take to heart these words. I have not come to get the healthy, but the sinners. Now, what Jesus is saying here, and, and there is nobody that's healthy. There's nobody that's upright. All of us are sick. All of us are sinners. But he's trying to make the point that you complain about me hanging out with people that are needy, these are the people that I came for. My friend, if there's anybody listening to this podcast today that is saying in somehow inside of themselves that they are unworthy, they've caused too much trouble, God doesn't want to have anything to do with them, or maybe he, you're not sure whether or not God wants to have anything to do with you, I want you to think of these texts. My friend, to separate himself from you is impossible. There's nothing you can do that will make him want to do that. And to reject you would be to reject his mission. He came to save us, us troublemakers, us people that are more trouble than they're worth. We've made ourselves ugly by the choices that either we've uh, decided or the choices that have been thrust on us. Either way, nothing makes us unworthy to God. Listen, I don't know about you, but I find that inspirational because there are some times where I look at myself and I say, oh man, how can God love someone as foolish as me? But he says he does. And I take comfort in that. And friend, I want you to take comfort in that as well. There's nothing that will separate you from God's love for you. So embrace it, enjoy it, and live it. And by the way, listen, Bacon, pork, <laughs> that stuff, if the animals carry these diseases and you eat those animals, mm, what do you think you're doing? <laughs> that's just unsolicited advice. I'm Pastor Crespo, and that's Inspiration to Go. Mm-hmm.